Come, have a seat with us at the Weird Kids Lunch Table. Tonight, we're going to be revisiting our teenage years. Except we're not, because we're adults now. But hell, we're going to party like it. I am Lilith, and I'm here with Brittany. Hello. And Amber. Hi. To go over the movie Ibiza, or Ibiza Love Drunk, depending on where you're viewing it. Yeah, it's a little bit weird that it has two titles. (laughs) Yeah, it is a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of get why, because honestly, just having it be Ibiza, it's a little bit harder to search for if you want to stream it or if you want to watch it. It's currently on Netflix for those who would like to partake. Yeah, that's how we watched it. I'm just going to start off and say that I liked it. Was it goofy? Yeah. Was it a super great movie? No, but it was fun and I had fun watching it. And plus, Will Ferrell's a producer and anything done by Will Ferrell, I'm really happy about. There's actually a lot of producers on this movie. I don't know how many there normally are, but there's like five on this movie. That is a large amount of producers. I feel like on movies, there's lots of producers. If a lot of people just want this thing to happen, they'll just kind of like sprinkle some money on it here and there. As far as I know, if you have executive producer as the title, basically you're helping to fund it Mm, and you get a say in it, right? Yeah, that's how I understood it. So yeah, if there's a lot of producers on it, it means a lot of people believed in the project and wanted to help it come into existence. Listen, I just know the movie was funny. It felt empowering, you know, women just being women kind of way. And it was funny. It was funny. I laughed the whole time. Give us a short rundown of what goes on in this flick. The thing with the plot, it's a pretty basic plot, right? Girl goes to work. Girl gets sent on a job. Girl kind of parties instead of doing job. Falls in love with a DJ. Chases DJ. Hooks up with DJ. Rushes to do job that they neglected to do the whole time. And then ends up getting fired because getting caught not doing their job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who hasn't done all of those things? <laughs> and, <exactly that. laughs> and and then they say, fuck you to the boss. And the boss is like, well, fuck you too. And so she's like, I'm gonna create my business. And then, I mean, that's like the summary of the movie in the most <laughs> simplistic of terms, yeah. right? That's it. I like that summary, honestly. <laughs> I'm here for it. It's Harper, Leah, and Nikki that are the friends that go on this adventure. And the characters and the trip are like loosely based off of a trip that the screenplay writer went on I guess the main character Harper her boss straight up sucks yeah she I don't understand like how she's able to talk to her like that I mean honestly it legit just sounds like abuse she's just using a lot of abusive language like sexual harassment and stuff like oh yeah big time she's like yeah go over there and like win over these horny Spaniards (laughs) I mean honestly if I was Harper, I would also dick off on my job if I had a boss like that. So I don't blame her for dicking off like 90% of the movie. And you do have the friends that would encourage you to do so and try to tag along. I love those friends. I feel like I see all of my friends and those two friends very easily. Which, by the way, bringing that up, who do we see as who? Are you guys a Harper, a Leah, a Nikki, Amber? I feel like you're a little bit of a Leah, maybe a little bit of a Harper? I didn't really think about who I would be too much, so uh, (laughs) 
I just know that I saw a lot of our friend Lisa and Leah because yeah. like, mm. she's straight up got into shit. I saw myself in Nikki. I'm going to be straight up. I feel like I would be Nikki. Maybe when we get around to go into Europe, you can stumble upon a handsome European man. I can kind of relate to Harper, but I also kind of relate to Leah because, man, I would not fucking wait. Shit. <laughs> Which is dead straight and like fucking Scrooge McDuck as coins. The thing with Nikki, where they're at that party and they give her the Adderall, and she's like, Oh, these are just regulated for kids. Yes. I'm an adult. I can take them, these. Gosh, them, like, that's, that's me. That's I was, me. I was sitting there thinking when she did that, as someone who takes Adderall, I'm like her heart is going to fucking explode. Because I mean, 80 miles on a treadmill. It's right. fine. <laughs> yeah. Also, these ladies have a ton of money because they're in New York and I don't know if that was just Harper's apartment or if it's all of their apartment but it was huge. I like to headcanon that they all share that apartment. They have to make a ton of money to live in New York like that. Nikki's a dentist. Dentists don't make that much money. She's a New York dentist though. So maybe she's making New York dentist money. (laughs) I don't know. I mean if Harper was selling wine in another country it kind of makes me think that she's got some kind of fancy job i feel like people who travel for work probably make more money than people who don't but i don't know i think she's a marketing position not necessarily a salesperson yeah so she was going to meet those guys who make the sangria mix to pitch her marketing ideas yeah Hmm. interesting so she does make big baller money that's a professional business also Uh whenever we get around to going on any kind of vacation can we have airport cinnabon like they did because i have never done that Oh my god, I at all actually. Oh my god. I spiritually connected to that because I get Cinnabon every time I'm in the fucking airport. I was actually thinking while I was watching them sitting there eating the Cinnabon, so I was like, those look pretty good. And I've only ever had Cinnabon flavored things, but never actually a Cinnabon. I've had toaster strudels, I've had breakfast shake things and all kinds of stuff, but never an actual Cinnabon. I guess we gotta go to the mall while you're here because there's a Cinnabon in the mall. Did you not get Cinnabon when we flew to Florida because I remember when we were flying together on Allegiant on the way back from Orlando I was eating a Cinnabon <laughs> did you not partake in that maybe I not a, else. because you and Antonia might have been like it's too early I'm not hungry and I'm sitting there like mm, Cinnabon well, that's definitely not me because I have to eat as soon as I wake up I wake up every morning just ravenous like a wild animal and I just like tear into some pizza rolls I mean, that's a solid breakfast. Oh my gosh, I've gone back to my fucking teenage days where my breakfast consists of pizza rolls and Coca-Cola. I I've just gone like full autistic and just keep craving beige freezer foods. Ooh. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not like that. Every time I see the TikToks, I'm like, I'm not like that. And then I'm like, oh, but I just want pizza rolls and mozzarella sticks. Oh, those count? Yeah. Beige my freezer be- foods. Now that I'm thinking about it, if you're counting those sorts of things, that's like most of what I eat right now. Those bean and rice burritos from Trader Joe's. We got anyway. so sidetracked. <laughs> yeah. So we they, they get their Cinnabon, they get on the plane, they go, and then they get to the hotel room. It looks like a real hotel room, which is the first thing I noticed. It looks yeah. like it was nice, but it looks like people abused it. And <laughs> they 
and did. Yeah. The first thing I want to note is that they actually start in Barcelona. So they're flying to Barcelona and they're staying in Barcelona right now. They're not actually in Ibiza that much. Yeah. Yeah. So like the first part of the movie takes place in Barcelona. Yeah. So they get there and Harper has to go meet with a dude that works for the Sangria Men. and uh, The Sangria Men. It kind of yeah. sounds like a shady like secret organization. And then like the uh, dude fell in love with like Nikki. Oh yeah. Like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she, she just got the worst sunburn. You could see her sunglass marks and stuff in the promotional images. She was looking like a lobby. Yeah. But before they head to all that stuff, my husband Jason had a pretty good one-liner because they mentioned don't lay on the bed. There might be residual jizz. And he was like, that's a great band name. Residual jizz. <laughs> yes. Residual. 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 Nikki also mentions the movie Shallow Hal, which I feel probably did not age well. It didn't. I watched that recently. I suggest we could try to stomach it. Oh, God. I say that because it is rough to rewatch, but it's Jack Black. So you're like, I can do it, but it's rough to rewatch. Nikki talking about weed when Leah's trying to get her to smoke with her. I felt that on a personal level because I do not partake in the marijuanas. And she was just like, this, mm. this reefer's dank, yo. I was like, <laughs> who can relate? That's a side effect of the marijuana poisoning. That's probably what I was like, yeah. too. I remember uh, I was very anti for a long time. I didn't know how good it was. When uh, Leah and Nikki are just laying on the bed, getting high and sticking around, and they're like, let's download this app. It's like shining a UV light in there. And let's take a look at the room. <laughs> yeah. Just screaming. <laughs> screaming ensues. It's everywhere. It's on the walls. Well, where do I jet? Yeah. There's bodily fluids all over there. And I know y'all are talking about it being jizz. To me, it looks like arterial spray. Insinuating that it was sexy bodily which, fluids. Which I think I had missed part of. So it was horror in a different way for me when I was looking at it. But now that you guys are mentioning it, they clearly were insinuating. Somebody has a straight up foam cannon going on downstairs to get it on the <laughs> ceiling like that. They were like, really? It was a lot of... It was a lot of edging. Yeah, man, I tell you what, you can learn about all them different positions, man. You can go upside down, you can go sideways, and then you just get your little whipped cream, man, and you can find that G spot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I also really liked Leah naming the titties on the beach. I love that scene. Chef's kiss good. For me, the movie was kind of hit or miss. There were parts I liked about it and parts I didn't like about it, but I loved that because part you know, she was like, naming the titties. They had to remind you that you're in Europe, so they had to show you titties. Mm-hmm. Also, flap and wang and stuff in there so they had some beauty on more than one side at least yeah then diego was setting super unrealistic standards for men coming in talking to nikki like that oh my god yeah he sure did yeah right like how can anyone ever compare when he shows up and is just like ah oh, yes you may be sunburned but by tonight you're gonna look absolutely gorgeous again but you still look gorgeous right now yeah i kind of understood when uh, she turned down the guy on the played the way she turned him down later in that movie is that so was, fucking funny that was actually because the guy was like yeah we're fucking tonight right and she's like yeah we're fucking friends yeah <laughs> that was just so i was like fucking bye 
Damn. She was really good at having a smile on her face while just saying the craziest shit. Yeah. Because she's like turning this guy down, but she's got a smile on and she's still... Yes. She's great. Yeah. I love Nikki. Actually, the three main cast people I liked through the whole thing. I liked their relationship with each other and how they hype each other up. Yeah, because yeah. now there's so many people that are even mean to their friends. So like, it's good yeah. to have that kind of representation out there. Yeah, yeah. where they're just like legitimately love the shit out of each other. And when they go to the club and they're having a good time and they're just vibing hmm. you know i love that also who would let somebody just walk up to them at a club and draw something on their face honestly they weren't me. doing drugs at that point i've been to a lot of raves and it's slippery slope you got this atmosphere people just doing whatever i brought stickers to rave once and i was sticking them on people's faces i was tripping balls so i was just like "Ooh, this would look really geek so yeah. i actually miss yeah. a lot of the club scenes because the the lights are flashing too much i've done questionable mm -hmm. things at clubs so getting one of those glow-in-the-dark pens and just the way that dude drew that penis <laughs> i mean same i would have seen the penis and i would have been like you know what yeah it stays there <laughs> yeah but then well, having the but then the you thing, wouldn't have met yeah. the dj right the dj was hot i'm sorry this it was a <laughs> smile he's, right he's sitting there like offering to like touch your face i'm yeah, not it's i mean it's that smile that smile just murdered she, me i was like she okay, like love at first sight freezes yeah the only thing that was kind of weird for me is that later on when they're in the cab sitting right next to each other i'm sitting there looking at them and i'm like they kind of look like they could be brother and sister I you went that. way too far and you made that really weird well this just keeps getting weirder <laughs> i just thought i did that, not like, see that at all I thought their, like, first meeting, cringy, awkward conversation was very relatable. Yes. Yeah, it definitely was. That was something I thought was cute, because it felt like something that could actually go down. Yeah. Not something that was just made up for a movie. Yeah. When she leaves the DJ after they, like, exchange numbers, and they end up going to this random dude's party, which, first of all, Hernando. you know, I wish I had the balls to just show up at this dude's house party, because, like, you don't know this guy, but you're going to show up to his house his mansion was sick though oh it was, it was huge it was fire done it before. ended up being legit which is good because i will say one of the downsides for me to the movie was just how many times they did things that you shouldn't do without knowing the people first a lot of things they would legit get human trafficked or something oh, yeah. yeah so the whole time i was just like oh man they're gonna get human trafficked yeah because that's the it's not that where, kind of movie that's the party where nikki starts popping the Adderall like Tic Tac and she also she talks about a yacht but she says yacked like I she pronounces the she says it yeah I love that she says yacked it's one of my favorite things it also really made me want yeah. sushi because they have one of the women that lays down that they eat the sushi off of at the party oh yeah. acting a fool in front of that sushi girl so that was, party was wild well it was at that point yeah. that Jason made another input that made it into my notes he said that this movie's kind of like the hangover for women a little bit makes sense yeah. I can see I, it yeah. I could kind of agree with that a little bit. Golden insight. I was really I missing the, uh, I didn't see very many thick Spanish women running around no, anywhere. I didn't either. It was yeah. all very normal to skinny body types. Yeah. There wasn't. And honestly, the normal people were mostly the main cast. Yeah. So. Everybody was extremely good looking mm -hmm. in the movie. When I was watching it, Brian had said that some of the dancers there looked like they were people that were paid to be there and 
look beautiful and dance, which I told him, well, they're in Barcelona, so maybe that's just how they look. But I don't know. Maybe they're just attending. Well, also, you got to think the type of party they're in, too. That dude probably did pay a bunch of conventionally good looking women to show up and dance and be pretty. Yeah, so it's possible. It could have been that way. Yeah. That dude was also super nice because he was just handing out words of wisdom to Harper and then took her for some hookah. And where did she get the unicorn Kigu? I don't that... know, but I want it. In between shots, it shows her like in her normal clothes and then the shot changes and and she's in a kigu. And she leaves with it, too. Stole she someone's kigu. Stole someone's kigu and yeah. left her clothes there. Yeah, and then they had oh, to go. Yeah. They had to, like, run away. They had to go. Leah did oh, some yeah. fucked up shit. She was with that oh, Mary oh, guy. Man. One of the things I remember during that scene was, damn, Leah was able to get everybody rounded up in a cab so quick before that woman started running out with a knife to try and yes. get the girl who was sleeping with her man. And she got them food. The yeah. fact that she stopped Harper from taking a shit in the middle of the street, that's a real one. Yeah. That is a real one right in there. In the Kigu? Yeah. In the Kigu. She was just squatting. She didn't even start to take it off. She, she was, was gone. Just... And Nikki walking around like, hey, do you know where to get some pizza? Just asking strange men. Leah kept that shit together. She was a real one. They, did, real. Some, they did some straight up Ohio shit too, because at the restaurant thing they went to, they asked for like a big pile of corn with some ranch on top. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's the most Ohio Midwest thing. Yeah, with extra ranch. I was thinking that too. Man, like corn sounds really good right now. And then my second thought is, oh my gosh, I'm from Ohio. <laughs> you left Ohio. Ohio didn't leave you. <laughs> it didn't. And it was at that point that they decided, oh man, look, it looks like your DJ man is going to be in Ibiza for the night. That's not very far. We should go. Yeah. And Harper's like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I have work tomorrow. And they're like, fuck work. Let's go. <laughs> and then she's like, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> it was so at this end... point that I felt like it was a bit much just to get some dick. Like it was a bit much for me at that point. But if they yeah, had the money sure. to fly to Ibiza, why not? Well, from yeah. Barcelona to Ibiza, it's a very short flight. So I'm assuming those plane tickets are fairly cheap. Mm. I don't know. It's like a little hopscotch right over. Especially since it seems like they are into the partying life and whatnot. And if Ibiza is known for that, then that's something that People they were probably just wanting to do anyways and probably just feel like, oh, yeah, you get that. Oh, look, Leo's just going to be here. That's our <laughs> excuse to go. Yeah. And that's but where that's they... where they meet the British guys. So, yeah, the fun, oh, yeah. The fun plane guys. <laughs> I want that plane experience so bad where you just kind of board and you sit next to like these dudes and like you hit it off and it becomes like a party in the back of the plane there's no way that that i want that would so happen it just it seems I, so improbable i want to osmosis have, like, that experience you have to have like so super badly. duper main character energy for that shit to happen to you they could afford the in-flight shots and stuff i think like 20 year old me could have had that energy once upon a time i bet 32 year old me can walk up on that plane with some main character energy if it looks like it could happen thing is we kind of have to walk on the plane and see a group of guys around our age to be like yeah, yeah. i bet i could talk this to these is gonna guys. happen actually you know that makes sense because i think that you were the one that there is some group of guys that was doing a panel at ohio con one year and i think it was you that got us all kind of lassoed together and into the 
panel and we just kind of became friends with those dudes oh yeah i remember I pictures from it yeah. i was cosplaying wolfwood <laughs> yeah that and you, you know i think yeah i'm one of those weirdly extroverted introverts <laughs> i think the extrovert and introverted are kind of an interesting notion because i feel like i'm charged by both in different ways it depends on what kind of people you're around that makes a lot of sense because i feel like it's easy to be an extrovert when you're around other people who get it yeah who are like yeah. on your level you know i don't know i feel like once i leave the day-to-day life and i'm in a con or at a club or even just out and about i'm pretty extroverted i can just talk to people when i was flying out to visit you lilith i ended up making friends with my seatmate and we played mario kart the whole time on a switch that's awesome so see that could be you <laughs> you could be doing airplane shots with some fine europeans i want mm-hmm. to osmosis that experience so so bad i hope that happens i just need the perfect plane where i have that group of guys yeah Mm. so i can make it happen (laughs) yeah definitely and just i'll keep my fingers crossed for you that it doesn't go yellow jackets they just have like the best (laughs) look in this movie though because they go to the taxi driver's house and he's just chill he takes them to his house and he doesn't try to drug them right it's they mention that too they're like you know this is kind of weird for us to be doing yeah and they're like it's because we're from new york and all these guys would be like "Eh," but everybody here is like really chill and i'm like you are so lucky because when they were driving they're like oh my god yes please take us to flow and then they realize that he's driving like in the opposite direction and they're like um where are you taking us and he's like oh i'm taking you to my house i have to feed my dog first it's like the scene in spree like where are you taking me home this isn't the way to my fucking house no my home my home (laughs) yeah honestly having spent a lot of time around new yorkers recently they've got more midwestern energy i feel like people from the midwest would be a lot more trusting of strangers like that because people from new york city they don't trust anybody yeah protective so i think that's why we could relate to it my husband was just like why did they do all of this stuff they shouldn't have trusted any of these people but then they got to ride in the limo and nikki got shitted on by a bird when they met the niece the niece when they is met the- fine as hell i love her she was the coolest she though is she is iconic sugars. she had to stop and get some booger sugar once she got her buddies and her burger sugar she was ready to roll and you know what i appreciate the most about her was when they all got to flow and they're all in that club and she gave them all free ecstasy first of all didn't charge a dime was just like, like here you go but she was good strangers. about it like Have she ecstasy and yeah. then like, and then she's like don't do alcohol with this drink plenty of water drink all this water and take that yeah she, yeah, was, like, she was a good raver mom and then she took mm-hmm. harper to the backstage to the dj that flip yeah. she did down to like talk to harper that was yeah, beautiful i was mesmerized i was like how did you do that it didn't look real that niece was a real one she was for everything she did yeah, yeah i mean like, she car chicken was a little much i wasn't feeling car chicken yeah <laughs> once they got out of the near-death experience she was a fucking bro yeah she was doing them solid after solid right like, like she got them in there yeah she got them in there and yeah i mean she got them ecstasy which i wouldn't recommend anyone take drugs from a random stranger but she gave them good advice she told them what to do and that's more than i can say for any random raver that you would ever meet yeah i also yeah. refuse to believe that leo has never like 
met and taken home a woman from one of his shows because he's like i've never done this before i thought he was talking about the fact that he canceled half of his set to take her home yeah but later he says that Uh, he doesn't just like pick up women at his shows and he doesn't want her to think that he just does that uh yeah but he also did mean like cutting it short i thought he was literally just talking about the fact that he cut his set short well he was talking about both Mm. because he's like i've never left a show early before and i don't just like take women home from my shows yeah he kind of did it at like different times started off with her talking about slut shaming him and he's like no i actually don't do this and then they went into the whole cutting shows in half part yeah i don't know that i'd believe that either was it one of the footballers that leah took back to the room the weirdo <laughs> the weird <laughs> guy <laughs> he, he, he had the laser <laughs> fingers and like glow sticks and shit i remember saying they're thinking oh he's sensually taking off the finger lights yeah <laughs> one at a time it was like the belly flop onto her yes for making a bunch of really random like dubstep sounds too yes it like it's it up to like 11 and then belly flops and fucking nikki just laying in the bathtub <laughs> i don't know what's going on out there and harper's getting some from her dj and i'm just in a bathtub she was sexting my spaniard yeah she was sexting diego <laughs> and she took the unflattering down the shirt with the flash on booby picture to send him <laughs> she secured herself a dick pic which from her reaction was the desired effect so yeah look at her go <laughs> i love nikki i feel like she was my spirit animal in that movie she was really great so to good. her so much yeah i definitely like nikki it got her what i kind of liked about this movie is just how sex positive it is for women it didn't make it taboo that they were just kind of out hunting for a good time right even the football mm-hmm. guys the uk dudes that they talked to on the plane were like yeah go get your man mm-hmm. even yeah. though the weird downer one is like yeah. be responsible and safe <laughs> and they're like bro you need to reel that back <laughs> i felt that when he was that awkward i was like i feel that i get it i feel like that dude all the time and like when he just started... the wrong thing and when he started oversharing yeah yeah <laughs> and like it just can't stop i can't turn it off it's stuck on yeah no i get that life i related to the weird british guy on the plane the most <laughs> i absolutely hate intimate scenes in movies so harper and leo making out was like the absolute fucking worst for me i was like ew gross was vicious <laughs> yeah it was vicious he was attacking her it He's actually kind of made me face. uncomfortable a little bit too it like, always makes me uncomfortable it's just because i'm demisexual and i'm just like Ugh. part of me feels bad for watching so when those scenes go on it's hard for me to not avert my eyes because i'm like oh they're having a moment you know right it's like i'm not supposed to be seeing this it kind of depends on the scene i felt like for those it was okay but where i start drawing the line is i'm gonna bring up this other media queers folk yeah because those are very intense sexual scenes that i'm just like yeah, this was, it. you this just was can't tasteful. look away this was tasteful it like faded out yeah it didn't get too like yeah. obscene yeah i feel like queers folk is one of those that i just prefer watching for personal time sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Fire. It, it just hits different. 
the awkward implied sex scene also leads into the only conflict in the entire movie, which is Harper not getting up in time to catch the flight. Her work obligation went from a dinner to a breakfast. Yeah, so she had to be there at 11. 11. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the amount of, like, self-flagellation she was doing this whole time. I feel like they could have just said she's going to be an extra couple minutes. Like, oh, the flight was delayed. (laughs) Like, make something up. But instead, Nikki does her best. Honestly, Nikki had it in the bag until they video conference the boss. Right. Like, she's like, who the fuck is that? It would have been a clean sweep. I was saying they're thinking, no, they're not going to do that, are they? They're going to do it. I'd totally do that. I'd do you guys a solid. Take the food with me like she did when she like awkwardly walks away. She just like grabs the plate of food. It's probably good stuff. Yeah. When they all get back to New York and like back to normal life, the way the boss reamed Harper was just absolutely disgusting. But I loved how Harper was like, you know what? I'm not taking this shit and gave back as good as she got. Right. If you're already fired, why not make an exit like that? It was iconic. She's just like, fuck you. You're gonna be a bad mom to your babies. You really went under the belt, but you know what? Deserved. Honestly, she's willing to be that verbally abusive in an office setting i can't imagine what she's like at home oh yeah because it's like around people you know at the beginning she says that they did a donor and a surrogate because she straight up told her husband you would not make a good father i mean clearly she's gonna give him a complex regardless right so may as well get told off for it in a moment of passion i was really proud of the decision to not let harper just throw away her possibility at starting her business right away to uh, go chase some dick and Tokyo because Leo's like hey of course I'm calling you right after you got fired I'm playing in Tokyo do you want to come meet me I really liked that it wasn't such a super romantic ending but it was like a self-empowering ending I'd love to be in touch I want you to come to me because I'm busy working on stuff for me right now but you can come visit me right she was Mm -hmm. like I can't always come to you you have to come to me yeah they were mad cute together on the phone though Yeah, yeah it was really adorable yeah the progression seemed reasonable with their relationship it seemed like it actually works they were both very awkward and cute towards each other yeah exactly Mm. it felt very even at the beginning when she first met him she thought that the set that was going on at the time when she saw him was his set so that's how he kind of knew that she wasn't just a super fan yeah because she clearly was not there for the music she just like so happened to be around and they went to the club exactly talking about the music the music in that movie was kind of phenomenal. It was like EDM music, the club music. I just loved all of it and the fact that they had Bad Bunny in it. I do not enjoy club music. I enjoy all of that. We got reggaeton in there. We got club music in there. It was mwah. The other music was fine. Club music is not for me. Makes sense. I liked some of it and I was like, eh, for some of it, I couldn't point out to any particular things. I will say that the dude set seemed pretty good. The love interest Leo set, I like. I know a lot of work goes into doing stuff like that. It's just not for me. Oh, yeah. Totally makes sense. You like what you like. Really funny how they only spend one night in Ibiza and they titled it Ibiza. I was thinking that, too. I was like, why did they call this Ibiza? They didn't spend any time there. And they didn't even get to film in Ibiza. It just seems kind of weird to me. It's like they couldn't think of a name, so they were just like, well, party yeah, like the in most, Ibiza. Most of the time it was in Barcelona. I felt like I Barcelona f- would have been a better thing where they met. I 
feel like Ibiza makes sense because the biggest reason for the movie is the fact that she met this guy and she chased him. So they named it about the place that they chased him to, Ibiza Love Drunk. That makes sense. Oh. It was just funny that they weren't there very long. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they were ever intended to be there very long. I think it's just symbolic. And I could just be thinking really too hard. Well, I I think it's the thing that makes the most sense (laughs) as to why it would be called that. So, Well, the thing was that the person that wrote the screenplay, it was a trip that she took to Ibiza. It wasn't Barcelona and then Ibiza. Like, it was a trip that she took with her friends to Ibiza that inspired these characters and this story. Mm. That part makes sense. Okay. They just had it start somewhere else. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that makes sense. I guess there's, like, a few reasons why Ibiza would make sense, both in the context of how it came about and Brittany's explanation about Ibiza Love Drunk. And also, having the additional title does make more sense with that as well because once you said it all lined up like that it made so much more sense i was like oh yeah the bees of love drunk got it yeah i think it's really funny that it doesn't have very good reviews one thing had it at like a 3.6 out of 10 because i didn't think it was that bad it was okay i thought it was really fun i had fun watching it would i rate it like a top 10 movie no but it's fun to watch i rate it up there with talladega nights i'm gonna laugh each time i watch it it's just a cute little rom-com yeah it doesn't take itself too seriously it knows what it is yeah exactly i'm probably not returning for future rewatches on this but i'm glad i watched it once there were parts of it that i got something out of <laughs> yeah i think for me it was just a little hit or miss the theming is good i like the relationship between the friends i like the relationship between the person in the main love interest how like cute and awkward they were yeah but i don't like how many times they do things that if a real person were to do them they would probably get traffic that gives this impression that you can do this and be fine it just kind of made me scared for them the entire time even at the end harper gets on the new york subway by herself late at night and i was just like i could never i mean they live Mm. in new york how else are they gonna travel yeah but the train was like empty it had to be late Mm -hmm. yeah you know you live there yeah i don't really know how people that live there do without proper transportation you know if you end up staying out really late you're just gonna have to catch the subway taxis are like hundreds and hundreds of dollars nobody's paying for a taxi unless they got money oh yeah and she did just get fired so there's that Mm, and plus i mean i don't know i feel like everything they did was stupid white girl shit so i relate to it because i too have done some stupid white girl shit where i probably should have been murdered or kidnapped but it ended up turning out for the best so holler (laughs) (laughs) i mean we did take a road trip at 18 by ourselves completely cross country that dumb white girl shit we've done some dumb white girl shit too oh for sure i've definitely done things many a times that i should have died but i would in no way endorse doing those things <laughs> use your best judgment for safety reasons you probably shouldn't just roll with the punches like that all the time yeah because yeah. we definitely ended up in a hotel room like the one in there but it was blood yeah and the walls the lampshade all that stuff yeah the rodent i think it was a possum a oh, rat no. i don't know it to be a rat it had to have been like a possum or a raccoon or something that settled out of there to this day i still hate utah (laughs) yeah i can't do utah i'm sorry utah i'm sorry salt lake city it's not happening no you did us dirty not once but fucking twice 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 a completely different thing 
things, mind you. So I love any fans that we have from there, but no, no. Yeah. Not <laughs> Never in Utah. Any, not catching me in Utah. We got trauma from there. Catch me outside. <laughs> Ended up leaving that hotel, motel, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and driving straight through to Idaho. And you know the reason why we stopped there? It was because they have a pool. Oh, we were no. looking for places that have a pool. Oh, you no. don't want to know what the pool was? <laughs> oh, no. I'm laughing because I know what the pool was. They had a building that looked like a garage with like a glass door on the one side. And it was one of those plastic, like the hard plastic kiddie pools. <laughs> no. With like yeah. beach chairs around it. No. Yeah. Pool toys. And that was it. That like, was it? Like beach ball in there. That was the pool. It's like Dashcon. It was really bad. It was Dashcon of motels. <laughs> Their cereal bar was also set out there and it was an assortment box of cereals and a gallon of milk just Ew. sitting on a table. It, the milk was just sitting on the table. Just, it wasn't even being refrigerated. Where's Osha? Mm, I love mystery. It's the middle of the night. <laughs> mystery. <laughs> oh my god. That's One really what it was. Days, we'll have to tell the entire road trip adventure because Utah felt like a scam. I felt like that entire state scam scammed me. I kind of want a mystery milk pen now. <laughs> That'd be like the most questionable merch to create. A shirt that says mystery milk. What does this mean? If you know, you know. Oh, if you don't, well. you don't. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah, I had to put on my Karen hat just so I could get her money back and dip. So bad. No, we're gonna have to have you guys recount that trip at some point. <laughs> Maybe we can write out a dramatic, a like... dramatic reading. Oh my god! If our fans really want to hear the wild shit we got up to and what happened in Utah, you can comment and let us know, and we can try to record an episode for Utah. I don't think this thing that happened in Utah should stay in Utah because the world should know. I really want to find out what this place was. I wish. I I can remember the hotel name. Try to Google it. It was sketchy as hell. People were like, I remember it. Those indoors and stuff as though they lived there. Like, you know, when you live in a small, like, neighborhood where everybody knows each other, someone new's coming in, like, you, like, oh, I don't recognize that car. And everybody kind of looks out their window a little bit. Like, who's that? People came outside and watched us. They were. Ew. <laughs> I would immediately be repacking up the car. I'd be like, no. They had those white plastic deck chairs, you know, like the hard ones, carried those outside on the concrete sidewalk in the front and they were just sitting on the at a hotel motel yeah, motel but yeah definitely not a holiday inn <laughs> was it no. like a la quinta i don't think so i don't i think it was i think it was set up kind of like a la quinta but it wasn't yeah i feel like if it was a la quinta we might not have better we would have been better off we'll save all of the juicy details about it if people actually want to hear our dumb shit stories because <laughs> we were dumb as fuck teenagers <laughs> doing dumb as fuck shit all the time yeah do you have any final movie thoughts as far as the movie goes i have a good time i put it up there with talladega nights you know every time i watch it it's laugh i enjoy that it's female centered because you don't get too many movies that kind of give you those good vibes where they're free with their sexuality they're just showcasing that girl bff tight-knit friendship that people have i really enjoyed that they just weren't catty they were just bffs doing BFF dumb shit and it was fun. It was just a fun movie. I had fun. Yeah. I had fun. Yeah, it showcases that like girlfriend group bond without 
having the twist or conflict of the movie be, oh no, one of the friends slept with the guy instead of her, went and stole yeah, her There man. was none of that. Yeah, yeah, there was none of that. Very good point. It's a little sit down, have a good time, have some laughs movie. It was stuff being like so shitty in the world all the time. You kind of need some of those. I think I said a lot about how I felt about it. It's all right. Good takeaways. Drink all the water with your ecstasy. Don't poop your kiku. Don't let your friends poop their kigus. <laughs> Leah was a real one stopping her from taking a shit in the middle of this. <laughs> Get you a friend that'll stop you from taking a shit in the middle of a European street while you're wearing a kigu. Those are the friends you need in yeah. life. I feel like that's a pretty good note to end on, don't you guys? <laughs> yeah thanks for sitting with us and we will catch you next lunch break bye bye See you later